This is the Life on the Flow podcast. I am Andrew Barron, and this is the beginning, the beginning of a journey, a journey of discovery, a journey of remembering, a journey of knowing, a journey of so many things. And I will be your host for what will be an indefinite time frame. Very much looking forward to it. It's been a, a many-year journey of my own to come into this moment. And where I sit now is in the mountains of Chiripo in Costa Rica. If anyone has been, you know how beautiful it is near Cloud Bridge and up into the mountains during the winter, summer, whenever you come. It's beautiful here. Very much looking forward to the guests that I, I hope to bring in and the conversations I hope to share. So a little bit about me and what has been my experience in life and why I decided to begin to speak through a podcast and share words and hopefully wisdom and pass along anything that might come up and arise through my own inspirations. I have for a number of years been on a, a spiritual journey as, as all of us really have and it's a continual one with no, no end, no beginning, a, a constant knowing and remembering. However, it became a little bit more apparent to me when I was in high school and I just felt like there was something different going on in the world than what was kind of being fed to me through, through schooling, through religion, through the many different faucets of creation that have um, really brought us as a collective society the, the ways of being acknowledged in the world. And I didn't feel aligned to it. Something felt off to me, as I'm sure many of you feel and have felt as well. So I really began a discovery in high school, going to the bookstore and looking for, for answers. Kind of on an exploration of truth in many ways, feeling like there was a, a deeper answer. Something that would click a little bit more and explain everything. The, the answer to life, if you will. That's kind of where it all began. We're looking for the answer to life. And many books came into my awareness through the course of my, my teenage years and into the early college years. Books such as The Course in Miracles, Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth were instrumental in my, my development and remembering. James Allen, As a Man Thinketh, Neville Goddard, and all of the works that he's together through his lifetime. William Blake and, and many, many more have, have offered their wisdom and continue to, to the world and individuals such as myself. When I was 19 years old, I was going through college and felt lost. It's the first time I ever really had been on my own and was continuing to look for answers. Didn't really know where to look, so books is where I turned to. All the ones that I had previously mentioned were ones that were in my bed, on my bookshelf, on my desk. And began to put them all into practice, specifically A New Earth and A Course in Miracles, which was really introduced to me through Gary Renard and his book, The Disappearance Universe. A wonderful book to kind of segue one into A Course in Miracles as it can be a, a very heavy read and truthfully I'm, I'm still 
in the, the process of reading the text at this point in my life. And it's a, a constant, lifelong journey, that book and that course and that work. So I was putting things into practice and really shifting the way I looked at the world, as that's a key idea that's shared in that book and, and many other spiritual teachings as well. It's not how we look at and see ourselves, it's how we look at and see the world and the people in the world that really will help us come to the realization of our own enlightenment. And so as I put all these things into practice, I began to notice a shift within myself, a shift in, in mind, a shift in experience, a shift in the way I, I felt into the space that I was in, the way that I looked at people, the way that I looked at the world, some of it very healthy, some of it perhaps unhealthy in some ways. Eventually it led to me um, having to Baker Act myself in the state of Florida, which if you're not familiar is basically a way to put an individual into a psychiatric hospital. And this was something that I did on my own accord, which really felt like a way to humble myself and remember that I was no more important than the insects of the earth, the birds in the sky, the other people that walked this earth plane with me. And remembered during my time, I, I can't re recall how many days I was there, probably a week or maybe just under. And it was a journey to, to remember my my purpose and I recall I was being fed drugs that really made me a vegetable that made me forget that put me in a state that was no place where anyone wants to be nor do we want anyone to be and I remembered by the grace of God, by the grace of love, by the grace of the infinite spirit or creator, what have you, I remembered. And as I took the pills one day, I knew that I needed to throw them up. And that was the only way that I was going to be continue, being able to continue on my journey. And as I threw them up, I was ignited with an energy so profound and I knew I just wanted to serve the people around me, serve them in light, serve them in love. And over the course of the next few days, I continued to take these pills and throw them up, swallow them, throw them up, and share a message of love with the individuals in the, the hospital that I, I shared the space with. There were specifically two people that I remember working with and sharing space with. And they were beautiful individuals. One gentleman, an older gentleman, probably in his 70s, just needed to be reminded of the love of Christ, the love of, of Jesus. And I share that with um, no religious intent, more of a, a spiritual understanding that that is a, an awareness that we can all attain as individuals in this, in this life. It's not something out of reach. It's very much something that can come into our, our space and our experience. And sitting with him and being in love and I, I had to kind of work my way out of the hospital by telling the doctors there that I, I wanted to go back to school and be a lawyer which was completely untrue yet the the feeling that I felt called to 
to cultivate was one of sticking to the laws of, of life, the spiritual laws that we may have forgotten, or at least I had forgotten. One of the key laws being that what we are is life. What we are is life. And if we look for, for life outside of ourself, through material possessions, through even food, water, anything that is outside of ourself, if we're looking for who we are and our, our greatest expression outside of us, we're doomed to failure and we'll never find it. What we are is life. And even the word itself is limiting in what it really is meant to, to grasp. And even to grasp something that is so infinite and unbound and always extending and further creating is an idea that is limiting in and of itself. What we are is infinite. And to deeply know this within oneself was the law that I wanted to remember, the law that I wanted to share with the world and in the way that came from my own experience. And so I thankfully left the hospital and began to, to live again and to kind of remember who I was because during that time I, I really forgot a lot of who I was as an individual. The personality of, of Andrew really began to fade away, which was a beautiful experience. It was almost like an amnesia of of soul, yet it's it's necessary at times to, to have it for, for reasons that just make sense. You know, we, we have to use time, we have to use those things that are in the world and of the world, but we don't have to be of the world. This is a lesson I've, I've sought to remind myself time and time again. And so it was a, a time to rediscover who I was, and then a time to remember why I came into this plane, what I wanted to share. And so I went back to school and got caught up in the drama of going to school, got caught up in drinking, caught up in smoking, caught up in drugs, caught up in so many things. Yet always kind of feeling like there was something there that was a light that was, was calling me, always calling me. Yet I always wasn't willing to listen. And so I pondered around and got into different things through college, different majors, different opportunities to, to know friends, to know experience, to have fun, to suffer quite a bit as well. And eventually I landed in the, the industry of hospitality because I, I had a fear of speaking, a fear of, of standing up in front of a crowd of people and sharing sharing something, sharing anything. I remember a class that was very difficult for me to stand up and speak and I froze up and I, I started sweating and I, I have no idea what I was, was going to say and I ended up just sitting down in embarrassment and I knew that I needed to change that. I knew that I had to, to begin to speak up at some point in my life. And to not be able to was doing myself a disservice, but more importantly, doing everyone else a disservice as well. So I was in an Olive Garden once, and I saw a server, and he was so charismatic, and 
I was a little tipsy after probably three or four bottles of red wine that I was sharing amongst friends and endless breadsticks and salad and all kinds of delicious fettuccine and alfredo and whatever type of pasta you can imagine. And I, I thought, you know what, I need to get into that industry. I need to learn how to, to speak and what a great way to, to engage. And if I get into the management side, I can learn how to be a leader as it was something else I was feeling called to, to be engaged in. And so I did it and set intentions of living in at least two countries and multiple locations around the world and, and growing myself and, and learning and humbling myself and going through different just periods of discovering who I was and unlocking different doors of, of life, of remembering, of, of self-discovery. And so I, I began the career in, in Scotland after leaving school, went to Florida State University and began in Scotland, a beautiful place, an amazing landscape, and followed that path of hospitality from Scotland to the shores of San Diego the desert, yet the, the cool breeze from the Pacific Ocean. I moved my way up to Santa Monica and tried to live a little bit of the Hollywood life for a moment. Not really feeling called and feeling a little out of place while I was there. And by the grace of, of life and God, I found my way into, into the islands of Hawaii on the island of Maui where I spent two and a half beautiful, wonderful, transformative years, both in self and relationship and work and discovery and leadership. And we'll always and forever love the islands of Hawaii. Absolutely stunning. And ended up in the Bahamas after that, a, a beautiful resort and spent time learning, growing, discovering, sharing, remembering. Yet all through this entire time in my ability to develop my skills as a leader, to become better at speaking publicly, to become more comfortable in my own skin, and ultimately knowing that it was a stepping stone, as with many things in life. You know, we have many projects and things we take on, but we have a greater, deeper purpose that we're always kind of tuning into and refining in some way. And the spark that was there, the igniting frequency kept calling me and so I was grateful for the time to step away from the hospitality industry when the world shifted and we all were called to do things a little bit differently to create a new normal based on ideas that are redefined by our own beliefs and what we want and deserve and can have in a life and Moved back to the United States, traveled around looking for, for reasons to, to go to different places, connecting with family and friends, and ultimately settling into idea of shifting into Costa Rica, where I've spent the last three months discovering the oceans, the beautiful beaches, the amazing waves, the jungles, the waterfalls, the mountains, the farms, all the insects, all the animals, all the beautiful people learning Spanish, not as much as I would hope, but 
learning, growing, discovering, and remembering through this whole process that it, it's not about me. It's about what I'm here to share and what wants to be shared through me. So this podcast is the beginning of a conversation, a conversation with myself, a conversation with others, a conversation with spirit, a conversation with the birds, a conversation with the plants, a conversation with the universe. It's a conversation with anything that wants to be conversed with, any energy that wants to show up and come forth. And I welcome it. I welcome it in love. I welcome whoever wants to listen in love. I am here to support you in any way I can be as I go through this journey myself, as we go through this journey together, as we lift the energy and vibration and frequency of this planet, of this world, and remember who we are in spirit, remember who we are in love. I believe that to be the the greatest thing that that I I can give in this life. And I, I hope that we all can come to understand what our greatest purpose is and why we're here and we can trust in faith respect our process humble ourselves and show up just show up surrender to the divine surrender to our path it's a never-ending one with many lanes many 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 lanes it all leading back to the source the source of who we are source of love and the ever-expanding creation of that. I look forward to sharing this time with you. I look forward to sharing whatever may come up. I wish you well. I wish you love. I wish you peace. This is the Life in the Flow podcast. My name is Andrew Barron. I'm happy to be here with you. God bless.